Welcome to Sundial Now on WLRN. I'm Leslie Ovalle Atkinson. Today, we're meeting WLRN's new Florida Keys reporter, Gwen Filosa. Most recently, she was on our air covering Hurricane Ian's impact on South Florida. We're speaking with incoming WLRN Keys reporter, Gwen Filosa. And also this historic neighborhood Ferelsky, took on uh, three and a half to over four feet of water. Home Those homes are flooded. But the mood in Key West, as always, people are preparing but not panicking. Before joining our newsroom, she was covering our state's southernmost point for the Miami Herald and flkeysnews.com. Filosa is an award-winning journalist. She was on the staff at the New Orleans Times-Picayune that won two Pulitzer Prizes for coverage of Hurricane Katrina in 2005. I asked her how that experience has influenced her work. I just learned what it means to be doing public service journalism. And and that happens with Irma. You know, it's like, here's where you go. Here's where you can call for help. Here's where you can go get a hot meal. People really appreciate that. We spoke recently about her approach to covering this unique area and about life in Key West. You've recently covered the impact of Hurricane Ian on the Keys. How are locals faring? Yeah, for Key West, and, and and again, the Keys were spared the atrocities of what happened to mm-hmm. Southwest Florida. And, and people here, though, haven't really, especially in Key West, haven't been through a significant storm in many years. I mean, Hurricane Irma in 2017, that devastated parts of the lower Keys in Marathon and Big Pine Key in the lower Keys and Marathon in the middle. Key West just it was a like nothing happened. So it's it's almost like Ian kind of made up for lost time with flooding and storm surge, which is what we're all afraid of. Um, we're already a low lying area, king tides, high tides, the roads flood. And people lost a, a lot of uh, possession to homes. When that water gets in your house, it, it, it it's like I, I got some too. And I had to you know spend hours cleaning and digging out and nothing. I, I didn't lose anything I needed, but it, and it's it's always hard to complain, but it, it is traumatic and weird to have that water coming in and those moments when you're like, I don't know how bad it's going to get. A lot of people lost appliances and cars and things that can cost you dearly. Um, and people are, boy, people in Key West, like all through Florida, they know how to clean up. My neighborhood mm-hmm. looked like nothing happened days after. Conks, locals, people that are from here, they just do what has to be done and things are replaced and but, you know, because it's expensive to live down here, to lose a yeah. bunch of stuff uh, can can really hurt you financially. And just it's just depressing to, to have to um, the fears and the, it is traumatic to live through any storm. But in the Keys, um, people are prepared, but nothing really. It, it's still pretty awful. Devastating situations like these storms. And they're always a reminder of how serious also that you should be taken. Um, another reminder again with Ian. I want to ask you, what are the big stories on your radar right now in the Keys? Well, in Key West and, and the Keys, our location has put us in, uh, you know, the humanitarian crisis of, of uh, migration. Uh, people from Cuba and Haiti making those dangerous, risky journeys across the, the ocean, the Florida Straits to, to reach Florida, United States by boat in mostly makeshift rafts, uh, very dangerous journeys. And we're, it, it, it's gotten so, so many of the people arriving, making it to land and being stopped in at sea by the Coast Guard. It's still though, 
a chilling sight to see people taking that risk to get here. And uh, so the migration is is a huge story, but also things like climate change hit home uh, because of um, the flooding, the low-lying areas, the uh, things people are watching for, um, and the uh, environmental issues of all kinds and affordability. Um, it, you know, it's, it, it's almost hard to write about because everyone knows it, it's, it's so expensive to live here and everything costs more. And that's, you know, coming in, that's the trade, that's the risk, but it's become where uh, working people are just getting more and more shut out of QS. I mean, the people that keep the tourism economy running, you know, the keys are dependent on tourism. That is the industry and watching that come in, uh, th those things just get worse. Yeah, I wonder with a story like that on affordability, you say it's tough to write about. How do you write balance kind of moving that story forward, but also not because we, we have that, too, in Sundial or in our newsroom, not sounding like a broken record to the people who like know these stories very well. They're living them. Well, one story that um, a few years ago, uh, we did a, a great story for the Miami Herald about tiny spaces, and I found people living, I found a woman living in a hundred square feet. She was very happy. She loved living. That was her way of, I live in a very tiny space <laughs> myself, but to see people kind of be creative and to make it work and to, you live small and it's sort of similar to Manhattan where it's like, well, but you're in Manhattan. So you're in Key West, but then to see families struggle and people from here just being priced out um, is also, you know, um, it's heartbreaking to see people that just aren't able to stay where they're from or, and, and you see the other side of, um, you know, school district being short on teachers this year, very short. And um, also uh, I wrote about a restaurant that closed down a popular restaurant. And at first you're thinking, well, restaurants come and go, but this one, the owners put out, we just can't find staff. We can't staff this restaurant and we're closing. And that's sort of, what it it really scared a lot of people in this town because it was like wow are we gonna start you know, losing businesses um, because of that some restaurants have uh, big restaurants have cut back they they're not open certain days and um, and you know there's short staffing everywhere but down here it, it doesn't take many places to close down to where you know you wonder you know who's gonna be here in ten years running the stores yeah makes you think about what's next. And of course, I can't let you go without asking about your stand-up comedy side hustle. Yeah, I started doing stand-up comedy uh, in late 2016 with a club, Comedy Key West, and they, they, they opened this club and we don't have anything like it. And they've done an amazing job. And I, I haven't taken too much. I was waiting to get a lot of jokes on Twitter or Facebook, like, oh, you're a clown. And of course you're a clown, you're a reporter. Uh, but I haven't. People are very supportive. And um, it's a very different type of uh, side job. I'm very lucky to have that. And I've gotten to do some shows, you know, a couple in New York and Miami. And But uh, of course, being a reporter is my number one. But I was, it just happened and they gave me so many opportunities. And it's so much fun. It's hard, but it's fun. <laughs> so I'm a reporter slash comedian I love it I love it you gotta find find ways to laugh when you can and after all those years do you have a, a moment where you realize that this is my home I I do and I I have and it 
it always hits me like I have community here. I know people, not just the job puts me, you know, I mean, I'll, it's gotten to the point I've, I've just become part of the furniture. I mean, I'll walk around last night and people are like, Hey, I know you from your, your stories, Facebook, or people care about me and I care about them. And I'll, I'll, people keep up with, um, I don't know. It's a small town. I'll be walking somewhere downtown, especially, and I'll just, people drive by and wave. And sometimes I know exactly who they are. Sometimes I don't. <laughs> it's a very small town. We, it's such, it's so Mayberry down here with a little drinking problem. Maybe. But uh, it, it, it's just, a, it's such a small town. It reminds me growing up in a little town in Indiana, but it's like much cooler here. That was WLRN's new Florida Keys reporter, Gwen Filosa. You can occasionally find her doing stand-up comedy at Comedy Key West. Also, find a link to her reporting on our social media at WLRN Sundial. And remember, we're retooling Sundial, so these shorter Sundial Now segments that reflect our community are what you'll be hearing from us in the meantime. We want you, the listeners, to be a part of the retooling process as we enter this new era of the show. Tell us what topics are catching your attention these days. Maybe there's a particular story or subject that you'd like us to dig into. Text us at 786-677-0767. Again, that's 786-677-0767. And that's Sundial Now for Thursday, October 20th. I'm Leslie Ovalle Atkinson. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you next time. This program is made possible in part by support from Miami Cancer Institute.